How's it going? Welcome to the Mary Makes Muscles podcast. Welcome back if you are a returning listener. I appreciate you and I appreciate you being here today. I'm recording this episode on a Wednesday morning. It's about 5.45 a.m. right now. I believe it's February 8th. It is a rest day from my workout, and I think they're calling for some pretty nice weather here where I live in Northern Virginia. At least I hope so. I have a few client check-ins later today, so that's always fun. I love seeing and hearing about my clients absolutely crushing it and talking about ways to help them continue to do that and continue to grow on their journey. So it should be a good Wednesday. I'm going to do everything in my power to make it one, to make it a great day. I encourage you to do the same thing. Whatever day you're listening to this, think about ways to make it a great day. We're the ones in control of our attitude and our outlook and what we do each day. So make it a good one and one that is meaningful in the big picture of your life, not just going through the motions and settling. Make it a great day. That's my advice for you today and a little reminder, you have the power to make that happen. Let's get into the podcast. Today's episode is going to be a little different. I'm going to give an update on me, which is something I don't normally do. Usually I give tips and get into content like that, fitness and weight loss tips. But today I'm going to talk about where I am on my fitness journey and how things are going for me. Briefly, just to let you know where I am and what we're going to talk about and why I'm making this episode, I'm currently on week 19 of a 52-week calorie surplus I have embarked on, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about my calorie surplus, what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, how I feel, and the results I'm seeing from it. And in addition to being in a calorie surplus, I'm also prepping for a powerlifting meet. My second powerlifting meet, actually, I did one last year. This year, I'll be competing on April 28th and 29th, so I'm about 11 weeks out from it. It's a Saturday and a Sunday. This will be my second powerlifting meet. Last April, I competed also. For those of you who don't know, a powerlifting meet consists of three lifts, your barbell back squat, barbell flat bench press, and barbell deadlift. For the deadlift, you can do a conventional deadlift or a sumo deadlift. You just have to get that weight off the ground and lock your hips out at the top. Either style works, though. I lift sumo deadlift. I always have. I can generate more power that way. So we'll talk about that a little later in the show. I'm extremely excited about my powerlifting meet and how the meet prep is going, and I'm going to share some tidbits there, too. But let's get into the calorie surplus first. So what is a calorie surplus? Before I talk about how it's going, I need to let you know what it is and why I'm doing it. A calorie surplus is when you eat above your maintenance calories, you eat more calories than your body burns, more calories than your body needs to maintain its current weight and to keep you alive and to perform daily tasks and basic metabolic functions. You give it an excess of energy so it has energy to build muscle. The goal of a calorie surplus to build is to build muscle. It's also beneficial for having more energy for your workouts, therefore being able to push harder and get stronger and build more muscle. So it all goes hand in hand. You're giving your body more energy, more food, more calories, all that good stuff so that you can build 
do more and get stronger. It's a pretty amazing thing when you're doing it to see what your body is capable of. One thing that food is, food is fuel. Sure, it's other things, it's enjoyable, it's part of social situations, it's a hobby for some people who like to cook and explore recipes and try different dining experiences, but it's also fuel for your body. And in this episode, we're focusing on the fuel role of food in your life, in my life right now, and how giving my body excess fuel is benefiting me right now and helping me reach my goals, my goals to get stronger, to build muscle, and just become a total beast in general. That's what I want. That's my goal. I don't have major physique goals or hope to stay a certain weight. My goal is to be able to get strong, bring 200% to my workouts, and one day start lifting cars. That's what I want. Cars and houses. That's my goal. That's what I want to be able to do. So I need to provide my body with the energy in order to be able to do that. Now, why do I need to do that? Why do I need to eat more and eat in a calorie surplus in order to build muscle and get stronger on this phase in my journey? Well, let's talk about the building muscle part of it first, because building muscle and gaining strength are not the same thing. Building muscle is a physiological adaptation and involves your body changing and growing bigger muscles. Hypertrophy is the term. Whereas strength is a neurological adaptation, it is your body's response to stress and its adaptation to that stress that you're placing on it. It has to do with the brain's ability to recruit muscles, to contract and perform particular exercises, and that requires energy also, but in a different way than muscle building adaptation does. So why a calorie surplus in order to build muscle? The reason you need to be in a calorie surplus to build muscle is because your body doesn't want to change and it's not going to prioritize building muscle unless it has to and it has no other choice but to do that because that requires work that your body doesn't want to do. That's a fun little fact about our bodies. They want to stay the same. They want to stay how they are now. They want to maintain homeostasis. That's why to lose weight, you have to do so by creating a calorie deficit and to build muscle, you have to give it excess energy in the form of a calorie surplus because you can be lifting heavy, applying progressive overload consistently, but unless you're giving your body the extra energy in the form of calories to physically build muscle, it's not going to do that. If you're only giving your body enough energy to maintain basic metabolic functions, it's going to focus on those things, those things that keep you alive. And by basic metabolic function, I mean digestion, blinking, moving, hormone function, breathing, all the things that make up your metabolism and how your energy is used. Your body isn't going to say, ah, we'll use our energy today to build muscle instead of breathing or instead of blinking or instead of digesting food. No, it's going to use that energy to sustain life and for those essential tasks. And building muscle is not an essential task. Your body doesn't want to do that. And if you're only giving it enough energy to maintain and perform basic functions, there isn't any, any energy left over for the muscle building part. And that's where a calorie surplus comes into play. You give your body the excess energy while strength training, following a structured program and applying progressive overload. And all of a sudden, voila, you have the energy to build muscle and your body responds by doing that. 
it says, oh, you just put all that stress on me with that workout. We're going to use that extra fuel you're giving me to restore and even grow the muscle. So the next time you place that stress on me, I'm going to be ready. And the result after doing this for a long period of time is bigger and more defined muscles. And that's how muscle building works. And that's how hypertrophy works. Now, there is an outlier here. When you're a beginner and new to strength training, you don't have to be in a calorie surplus to build muscle. The need for a calorie surplus is reserved for people past the beginner stage of strength training. The reason being, when you're a beginner and you don't have a lot of muscle mass already and your body composition is primarily body fat, your body has more energy stored within it in the form of body fat. So you can be in a calorie deficit and eating plenty of protein and due to the energy that your body can find from within, you can still build muscle in that phase. But when you're a more experienced lifter, you have more muscle already, less body fat, past the beginner stage, your body needs you to give it that energy. That is why you need to be in a calorie surplus in order to build muscle. So when someone asks, can you lose fat and build muscle at the same time? You can if you're a beginner, if you're new to strength training, if you've never followed a structured program before, if you've taken a long break from strength training. But if you're anywhere past that beginner phase, you need to go into a calorie surplus in order to build uh, muscle. Now we've talked about the why of a calorie surplus. Let's kind of talk about the how next. How, how did I get myself in a calorie surplus? What did I do? As I said, I am 18 plus weeks into my calorie surplus. What am I doing? How did I create this? To put things plainly, I'm eating more. That's what a calorie surplus is. You're eating above your maintenance calories. I'm eating about 300 to 400 calories above my maintenance right now. I currently eat anywhere from 28 to 2,900 calories per day. And my maintenance calories is around 2,500 to 2,600. And these numbers will vary for everyone. So I don't want to emphasize them too much or for you to think that they're set in stone and that this is what you would need to do to be in a calorie surplus. It's different for everyone. Everyone's maintenance calories and calorie surplus will be different. But generally eating anywhere from 300 to 600 calories above your maintenance, whatever that is, will create a calorie surplus. The 600 being for a much larger person, most likely a man who is already big and has a bigger body to maintain. But for me, I'm a 5'4 woman and I weigh just over 150 pounds and my calorie surplus is 300 to 400 calories above maintenance. I'm eating my body weight in grams of protein per day. So around 155-ish grams of protein per day and I eat around 55 to 60 grams of fat per day. And the rest of my calories come from carbs. Uh, I eat around 410 grams of carbs per day. So that's a breakdown of my macros in my calorie surplus. Whatever your goal is, whether you're in maintenance or in a surplus or even in a deficit, you should be doing about the same for protein. You should be doing around your body weight in grams of protein per day. When you're in a deficit, you can do your goal body weight in grams of protein per day. That's a good number to go by. Uh, but regardless, you need to be keeping your protein up. So that's a breakdown of my macros in my calorie surplus. As far as my food choices go, 18 weeks in, 
I pretty much just eat larger portions than what I would do in maintenance and even in a deficit. In particular, those larger portions are of my carbs. So instead of four ounces of potatoes with breakfast, I have five to six when I'm in a surplus. Instead of 250 grams of rice with lunch, I have 300 grams of rice. Instead of 11 ounces of a sweet potato with dinner, I have 13 ounces of a sweet potato with dinner. And that right there is pretty much enough to create a calorie surplus for me. That in addition to maybe an extra rice cake here or there, or a rice crispy treat after my workout or some gummy bears after lunch, just those small changes create a calorie surplus. So it's not a huge lifestyle change for me by any means. Um, eating the same amount of food as I would in maintenance or in a deficit or the same types of food, not the same amount, but the same types of food, just a larger amount as I would in maintenance or in a deficit, but just more of them. It, but really, it's the same food. It does require planning, knowing what I'm going to eat throughout the week, knowing what food is in my house and making sure it's cooked and prepared and ready to go. So just like in a deficit, it requires meal planning. A surplus requires planning if you want to execute it correctly. I'm not just stopping for takeout every night because I'm in a surplus. I'm not just winging it and eating whatever. It still requires attention to your nutrition and to your goals, or you'll end up gaining a bunch of fat and feeling sluggish and feeling like shit because of the crap you're eating and not even be able to have good workouts as a result of that, and therefore not being able to build muscle, which is the reason you're in this calorie surplus. It's why I'm in a calorie surplus. So in a lot of ways, a surplus requires more attention because you want to make sure you aren't gaining a bunch of fat and just eating whatever. You have to be quite mindful of your food choices and not do a quote-unquote sloppy surplus because there is more food, really there's more room for error. So you have to be a bit more dialed in. You have to be fueling your body properly, even in a surplus, and remain dialed in with your nutrition if you want to do it correctly. And as I said, I'm 18 weeks into this surplus. So what results am I seeing? 18 results in. What's been going on with my body and with my results? Well, I've gained just about seven pounds at this point. Now, the first month of my surplus, I think I only gained one pound, if that much. It might have even been a little less. I had a bit of a slow start transitioning into it. I wasn't fully committed to it at that point and was kind of half-assing it. I'll admit that. I hadn't decided if I was really going to do it at about the five-week mark. I had a pep talk with myself. I said, it's time to get the hell over the small fear I had at that time of the number on the scale going up and to just fully commit to this. So that's what I did, but it did, it did take me a little time to get going. So my rate of weight gain those first five weeks was a little slower than it's been since then. And since then, since the first month and in the past, say 12 to 14 weeks, I've gained around six pounds in that time, which is an average of four tenths to five tenths or four tenths to half a pound per week, and is really just where you want to be in a surplus. That's a good rate of weight gain. Somewhere around a weight of uh, rate of weight gain of 0.5 pounds per week is a good indicator that you're building muscle because the muscle building process is slow. You don't want to gain weight really, really fast in a surplus. Uh, you think losing fat takes a long time. Try building muscle. It requires even more patience and it takes even longer. 
and more work really in a lot of ways because in addition to your nutrition being dialed in, like I outlined a minute ago, you have to be bringing your best performance to your workouts too. If you aren't pushing yourself and training intensely enough, your body will not build muscle and it will store those excess calories as body fat. So when embarking on a surplus, you have to be sure you're in a position to push hard in your workouts and train intensely and that you have a good program to follow that will allow you to do that. But the intense training and commitments to my workouts, you know, that's fun for me. That's a fun kind of work. And it's work that leads to great results and a great sense of accomplishment. So when I say a surplus is a lot of work, I definitely mean so in a good way. It's very rewarding also. So 18 weeks in for me and I'm up about seven pounds. Um, What other changes am I seeing other than the number on the scale, of course? Well, I maybe I shouldn't admit this, but I did not take measurements or progress pictures when I started my surplus. I'm the absolute worst about measurements. When when I was in a calorie deficit in 2020 and I lost 80 pounds, I never took a single measurement, which looking back, I kind of wish I, wish I had because then I would be able to know like, hey, I lost 60, 60 inches that year too, and that would be pretty cool, but I don't have that data. I know I'm always telling my clients to take measurements. I talk about it on my Instagram stories and reels pretty often. So I feel like this is kind of a do as I say, not as I do moment. I clearly need me in my life, like a me in my life telling me to take measurements. Um, Also, in my defense in 2020, not in my defense now, but in 2020, no one ever told me to take measurements. And I was new to weight loss and to this whole thing. And I just didn't know that was a thing. The coach I worked with was in a group coaching environment program. It was um, the Eric Roberts Fitness Clubhouse, and they didn't tell us to take measurements back then. The program was new, and there were very few guidelines. Um, People are given pretty strict and clear guidelines when they sign up now for the same program, but when I signed up, those things didn't exist, so I didn't know I was supposed to take measurements, and by the time that became a thing, I was already well into my journey, so I've never really gotten into the swing of taking measurements, and I didn't take them at the beginning of my surplus either, either. so I don't know what the results are I'm seeing as far as my waist size goes are, or my glutes or anything else. Uh, my waist doesn't really feel that much bigger. And judging by the way, like my pants are fitting around my waist, it doesn't feel that much bigger. I'm sure it's gone up uh, an inch or two at least, but it doesn't feel that big. Uh, my butt does feel big- bigger. I went to put on a pair of jeans on Sunday. So that was just a few days ago that I hadn't worn probably since like October or November. And that wasn't happening The jeans shrunk somehow. They wouldn't get up past my butt. I could only get them to my thighs. So these were jeans that were already pretty tight. They'll be on the shelf for a while now because I'm only about a third of a way through this surplus. So they're just going to keep shrinking. I was excited about my jeans not fitting though. If there's anything I want in this surplus, it is some butt gains. And it's a sign to me that this surplus is working. And I just reached for a different pair of jeans. I have, a, you know, we all have those trusty jeans that fit no matter what size we are. So I put those ones on and just kind of went on with my day. So I'm seeing some changes there as far as how my clothes are fitting. I did take pictures at the beginning of the year. At that point, I was about 12 weeks into my surplus already. So I don't have exact start photos, but I will continue to update them throughout the year to see what changes I'm making and be able to compare them side by side. 
and I'll just use those New Year's pictures I took as my start photos, even though they're a little late, that's okay. I don't get too hung up on this stuff. Honestly, I'm pretty laid back when it comes to physique goals. And obviously my body is going to change in a surplus. So that's the goal. So I, I'm not going to get too stressed out about it. If I know what I'm doing is right, you know, I know that I'm eating high quality foods. I know I'm not going extreme with my surplus. I really don't have that much to worry about. If I'm feeling good and kicking ass in my workouts, I'm happy. I look fine. I think my body is amazing at any size, as cheesy as that might sound. And I don't mean like the way it looks. I just mean what it's capable of. And I like seeing what my body is capable of. There's nothing wrong with having a little more shape to it or taking up a little more space. No one sees that number on the scale except me. No one's asking what my waist size is. It doesn't, none of those things define me by any means. So I'm comfortable with the way I'm tracking my progress and with how things are going right now. I do feel this surplus, like a lot of the gains I'm seeing are going to my glutes. At least I hope so. I might, maybe I'm just telling myself that, but I'm excited about it. My body tends to like to build shoulders only. But I think this time around, this is actually my third surplus. I think it's giving me some glute gains, which I will take any day based on how my clothes are fitting and how I look in my workout videos. Again, this would be easier to know if I had taken measurements at the beginning. I could just measure my glutes. That is why you should take measurements. Don't be like me. Update your measurements at least once a month or preferably every two weeks. So that's kind of where I'm at, 18 weeks into my surplus, gaining some weight, feeling good, seeing changes in my body that I would expect at this point. So now we've covered much of my calorie surplus. I do want to touch on my meat prep program that I'm doing right now as well. As I said, I'm in a powerlifting meet on April 28th and 29th, which is just under 12 weeks away now. It's going fast. I know it'll be here before we know it. I started the prep about two weeks ago. Last year, when I was preparing for my powerlifting meet, I did not do a dedicated meat prep program. I continued to follow the regular workouts given to me by my coach and good friend, and now also my boss, um, Eric Roberts. I'm actually officially joining his one-on-one -on -one coaching team this week. A uh, little spoiler alert there, but I'm super excited about this and this next phase of my coaching career. If you're listening, you know, you get some inside information. Thank you for listening. So big things are coming and big things happening for me and all of us over the next few weeks. I am honored to join his team of amazing coaches, and I know this will take things to the next level for me and that I'll continue to learn and grow as a coach and be able to help more people and give back to more people, which is all I want. So very, very, very excited about that. Uh, let's get back on topic, though. Last year, like I said, I did the workouts that Eric gives his group coaching clients in the clubhouse to prepare for my meet. So it wasn't a program specifically designed to prep for a powerlifting meet. The reason I did that, the reason being is it was my first meet. I just wanted to see what the experience was like, and I didn't want to be too overwhelmed by the training. I was just kind of feeling it out, wasn't really too concerned about numbers. I just wanted to get up there, get on stage, and get it done, and I wanted to see if I liked it, and I did like it. So this year, I'm doing a program that is designed to prepare me, the lifter, for a powerlifting meet. This program was also created by Eric, and he was kind enough to share it with me, and I have to say, I'm freaking loving it. Uh, basically, 
On my lower body days, I do squat and deadlift with two to three accessory movements and some core work thrown in at the end. And on my two upper body days, I do a lot of bench press with a few other moves, mainly rows and chin-ups and push-ups at the end. So I do my two dedicated lower body days. And the first dedicated lower body day is more strength-based with the squat and the deadlift, meaning lower reps and pushing closer to failure those days. Then on the second lower body day, it's more power-focused, lower weight and a focus on more explosive and more dynamic effort and some shorter rest periods there a bit more focus on fatiguing the muscles and adapting to stress in that way while the first day i am lifting solely for strength on that first lower body day and the same goes for my bench press on the first upper body day i'm lifting closer to failure and for strength whereas on the second one i'm doing more cluster sets some paused bench presses and things like that to fatigue the muscle and place more physical stress on them than neurological stress and on the strength focus days it's been awesome i'm learning a ton about training um hitting some insane numbers I pulled out my notes from last March when I was doing the squat, the bench press, and the deadlift, and when I was about four weeks out from my meet, and it's nuts. For the three rep range, for example, I've increased my squat by over 60 pounds, so I'm squatting 60 more pounds now for three reps than I was a year ago at this time, and I know I'm hitting more depth on them too. Three reps on the bench press, I'm up about 20 pounds, and three reps on the sumo deadlift, I've increased about 40 pounds. So I absolutely cannot wait to see some of my one rep maxes over the next few weeks, and I'm super pumped to see where this program will take me. It's really been awesome to see what my body can do and to be able to be so dialed in on just these three moves the repetition is making me very confident and very comfortable in doing them so it's been a lot of fun um the way the meet works is i get three attempts at each lift so squats are first i do one squat wait 10 minutes or so do another squat then wait another 10 minutes and do my third attempt then the same goes for bench and deadlift in that order Then for the scoring, they take the weight you lifted on your highest successful attempt at each lift, and that single rep goes towards your overall score. Your overall score is then the total of your highest squat, your highest bench, and your highest deadlift, and that's how the winner is determined. The winners are determined. Whoever has the highest score kind of places. So hopefully I'll hit some good numbers. I'm feeling very well-rounded in my training, which is important to me. I don't have one lift right now that I'm like lacking confidence at. Last year on my squat, I was not confident at all going into my meet. I was very confident in my bench and my deadlift, but now it's really evened out. I've gotten my squat to a place where I feel pretty good about it. So I'm happy with kind of how it's become made me a more well-rounded lifter to lift in this nature. Uh, The calorie surplus is giving me a ton of energy to push in my workouts and to recover optimally from them. And that's something else I want to touch on here. I'll briefly touch on the recovery part. I'm about to wrap this up. But recovery is so important during the meat prep. And really, anytime you're training for strength, um, particularly for strength, basically, all I'm doing is focusing on this program right now, this powerlifting meat program. Other than this four-day-a-week program, 
All I'm doing is hitting my daily step goal of 6,000 steps a day. I'm doing some nightly mobility work that is extremely light and I'm getting plenty of sleep. I want to be able to bring all I have to my lifts and have as much strength as possible on those four days. I've actually given up ninja training for the next 12 weeks because that just takes from my recovery process. That's extremely hard on the body. I'm actually doing my best to sleep an extra hour per night also. I'm trying to get to bed a little earlier and I'm actually allowing myself to sleep in a little more, maybe 30 minutes here and there, but it makes a difference in your overall total. So I'm doing my best to recover and am really focused on optimizing in every way possible during this meat prep program. Very excited to see where it takes me and workout recovery is oh so important and not to be overlooked in any situation. Really it's half the battle and just as important as the workouts themselves. And I'm hoping since I've dialed in the recovery to keep getting stronger and to keep performing better in this program. So that's where I'm at. That's my update on me. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope hearing these things was interesting to you and that you learned something about a calorie surplus and about training for training for strength as I'm currently doing. And maybe it's got you thinking about your own journey a little bit and what could possibly be in your future or next for you. If you need anything from me, if you have any questions about anything I said in this episode or about anything in general, just let me know. You can find me on Instagram at mary.makes.muscles. Send me a message anytime, or you can even send me an email, mary.makes.muscles at gmail.com. Once again, I appreciate you, and I appreciate you being here listening today. You're awesome. You can achieve any goal you're put, you put your mind to. So keep that in mind. Never forget that. And have a great rest of your day. I look forward to talking to you soon. Bye.